Okay, so we're just talking about this uh, off this. So you're you're just in London, Dan. What are you up to? What am I up to? Yes, uh, I'm doing something for Boomtown Festival, which is a massive, immersive festival and music festival at the same time. So I'm looking forward to musical acts like The Prodigy, even though I saw them uh, like two weeks ago as well. But I didn't know they were playing at Boomtown at that point. Um, Cypress Hill are going to be there. Uh, Young Fathers and me. <laughs> wow. And what is it you're doing? Well, I'm doing two things. I'm also doing comedy at it. Okay. So, which is going to be fun. But the thing I'm doing is essentially... Um, if you have to think of Boomtown like the Crystal Maze, because they build eight different districts every year, and there's like a space one. The one I'm set in is called Copper County, and it's essentially like a Western Dust Bowl. Um, but they're giving it a facelift this year. It's going to be 1920s Hollywood themed. So I'm playing an eccentric enigma of a director who's come to Copper County because of the location to shoot his next big epic. Have you ever directed before? I have. In real life? In real life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I don't need to really direct in this. Well, (laughs) I I will be directing, but it'll mostly be shooting abuse at the audience. And the audience get to get involved, right? Yes, they get to get involved. So it's a massive immersive thing that runs over four days. So we'll be shooting massive set pieces, like a battle at sea. Um, with two custom-built boats and we'll need the general public to come in and have a water fight and just soak each other and have a good time and then this will be spliced into an actual movie that we're showing at the end of it a premiere that we're actually having I feel like that sounds like a film in itself like yeah day three you're going to get so lost in the character it's like one of those ones where is it Moulin Rouge they're like it's a film about them making a play you see the process of them making a play inside the film. Yes. But there's going to be a film about you being in, like, getting lost whilst making a fake film. Yes. Yeah. Sounds inception. really confusing. <laughs> well, inception I mean, I, I'm, just, I'm just glad that they, you know, cast me as a, some sort of difficult person to work with <laughs> and, and suffers from a drinking problem. So, so far-fetched. Lots to draw from. Lots to draw <laughs> from. I don't know why. <laughs> Shit. Again, don't, good timing. Don't, don't soak Good timing. No, no, you're absolutely fine. So, uh, James, you're going to Edinburgh soon? Yes, going to Edinburgh. started having my uh, little uh, crisis up going like, oh, I saw that. maybe this isn't um, going as I thought it would. No, you'll kill it. You'll absolutely <laughs> kill it. Um, when are you doing it again? The end of August, right? It's the last week in August, which is... Uh, some people, I mean, if you're talking to some of the comedians that we know, have you ever done The Fringe? Um, I dabbled last year and I'm going back this year for like four days. Four just, doing, days. just doing spots, yeah. not doing a show yet. Oh, okay, because people were like, doing it for the full four weeks and I'm like imagine you went and on day one like it didn't go well and yeah like, I have to do this for another 28 days what I imagine does happen is you love it the first few days and then it gets boring oh, yeah, yeah. you just had enough what did you do you dabbled you went before yes I just got involved in like friend shows and stuff like that and uh, just bits and pieces but not doing my own thing mm-hmm. really and this is your first experience yeah I've, I've been a few times just as a just watching it and um, the very first time I tried comedy was actually last year at the fringe there was like a laughing horse okay come to the fringe you do like a really all it is is two intensive days of like 10 hours each day start from scratch in terms of like it'll tell you like okay write your set and by the end of the second day you have to go up and perform five minutes 10 hours of writing yeah I was like because you know how long it takes to like perfect or not perfect well like edit a set mm. 
and I was not like, ten hours. No, exactly. <laughs> no, and then uh, it was Will's done in two minutes. <laughs> my attention span couldn't handle it. <laughs> mine's mine's nice. always scribble it down just before I go on stage or like the day before. I, that sounds horrible it's, to it's me. Crazy. It is crazy. Because you have like the, so you're doing it in front of of like so there's obviously like ten, there's like ten of you in the class. Yeah, and it feels really good. Because you're all kind of having like bantering in this experience together, all trying to comedy for the first time. So if you make a mistake on stage or you're, I don't know, something happens that's quirky but off script, everyone's kind of laughing and in it together. Yeah. But when you, and you think that's how it's going to be on the, at the end of the second night, but once you start forgetting your lines or messing up, the audience, the real audience aren't quite as, uh, like, you're going to have, yeah. You know the audience is in Edinburgh. I don't know whether you experience this, Dan, but like they're really different. Like, might be people coming over from America yeah, to like yeah, experience. Yeah creative art or something like some <laughs> dance interpretation yeah then they see you so um <laughs> yeah. i mean you do sing songs i do sing songs that's what's kind of cool I, i've been thinking about trying to break it up um so i'm, I'm doing 35 minutes and then there's support i've yep. been trying to break it up between like doing 10 minutes then breaking it up with like a song or a game 10 minutes song or game 10 oh, and like yeah. that's it yeah how, how did your american trip go oh it's amazing i loved it so much yeah, yeah, yeah. so how did it happen what, what made you want to do it uh, I just always try to go somewhere like every year and it was kind of like I, w- I think that's very hard to I think Belfast is amazing it's comedy scene is amazing yeah. but I think when you're trying to break into it as just someone who's like maybe not doesn't know how to write comedy like me when I first get into comedy and really just starting off learning your craft it's really hard to get spots like I was in I done uh, Chicken Box in Derry and then the next one was like uh, everyone says check, track, check out the pavilion there's a three month waiting list Yeah, and I was like Compared to like somewhere like London or America, that's like if you try to calculate how many gigs you could do in a year, I was like, well, there's one in Chicken Box a month and one in Pavilion every three months. That's like yeah, you know, twenty gigs in one year. I, I waited uh, four months for my first Pavilion gig and then got COVID, and then I had to wait another three months. Exactly, I had to wait for seven months for my first gig. And I went whenever I went to America, you could do seven in one day. It was just going like seven in one day. Yeah. you didn't do that, did you? The first day I went over, I think I did like four on the first day. And then were you into it by the fourth? Like, did you get bored or? No, no, um, no. Because kind of trying new stuff and like it was really the whole day was just literally comedy because because New York's so big it was like open mic get on the tube could have been like a forty five minute the way you're waiting about it open mic sort of for yeah, yeah, else to perform yeah. and then so it's a few hours and then getting on the tube getting to the next one and I was getting home at like nine or ten p.m. Did they get you? Well, what I found was like so I, a lot of the stuff I put into my set is like. Uh, Irish stuff mm. like getting into Irish hobbies Irish dancing I grew up in a street with like uh, Sinn Féin politicians so I didn't do the Sinn Féin, <laughs> Sinn Féin but I actually found that in Northern Ireland there's some people like would eye roll at the sort of like uh, if you do like local co- local stuff people are like oh, I wouldn't do like Irish politics I don't know what the fuck you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like whenever I go away even in the south um, it works better than it does in, in the north and, in, and America I haven't gigged down south but like they're yeah they're really into like their whole Irish thing down there I get it. Uh, the main thing I obviously want to ask you about is when I write that your show a few weeks ago, you said you did a show. Well, you had one show naked or two. One naked show. One naked yeah. show. Yeah. Right. Uh, just how did it go? <laughs> I don't really know what to say. Just how did it go? Was it so? You, so right, you arrive. Are you naked when you arrive? Is, it, is this is this is this the actual gig? The, the, the naked gig. Yeah. Okay, I thought you were talking about like in general, American in general. You want, no, you, no, you, you didn't like start. turn up naked to every gig. Like, <laughs> you're the naked guy. <laughs> no, no do, do, do you turn up naked? <laughs> yeah, do you turn yeah, up yeah, naked? I got naked. Uh, so I can take you through it really quick. <laughs> Please do. Um, so <laughs> there's this guy called Billy. I got in touch with him online. I was trying to get... <laughs> <laughs> on, on what website? <laughs> exactly. Um, is this a gig at his Big house? <laughs> Big 
Um, he, I was getting in contact with a lot of people in the States trying to get like uh, gigs. I seen this naked comedy um, gig. Got in touch with this guy. He was like, um, I can't pay you. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, no, he was basically, <laughs> he was basically like, I have sold. But I, <laughs> but I was just like, I can't accept payment. Any. I'm really paranoid. I have friends who went over and like, they did like, uh, they were a personal trainer and they overstayed their day. But like, they did like a workshop. It wasn't like technically work, but they got like put out of the country. And they can't return. Oh, really? Cause you can't get paid yeah. if you don't have a visa or something, right? Yeah, if you do yeah. like one, America is very strict. Oh, yeah, 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 so yeah. it's like yeah. if you do like one day, and they're like, here's a, I don't know, if it's a bank transfer, and they're like, here's twenty dollar tip. I guess they're like, that's technically, if it's like official payment, it doesn't matter if it's. A, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, okay, so he didn't pay you, so he didn't and, pay he and he wanted you to turn yeah. up naked. Uh, so, so I turned up, and then um, he was like, really, really, like you know, you don't have to. Some people will get there and get naked straight away and walk around naked. Did um, most people do that? Uh, so I got there and Billy was in a robe and <laughs> we were like <laughs> I feel like I have to I really like these people I feel like I have to be so respectful no what, no of what, course what no, did no. smell like <laughs> <laughs> so this was the interesting thing actually because then he was like discreet, uh, talking about how it's used as a for sex parties and orgies the room the, the same room. right okay the same room and I was like wow yeah. and I, I had to act really like I was like, if you're going to go in here, you're going to have to go in with full of confidence. Nobody knows you here, so just pretend that you do this all the time. And then they were like, so it's used for like, there's like, there's free whiskey, um, it's used for like uh, orgies and sex parties and stuff. And I was like, oh yeah, I have those all the time back home. It's great. That answers yeah. your smell question, probably, <laughs> yeah, Dan. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I was uh, yeah. <laughs> aiming towards. So I know, like, you're a musical comedian. Yeah, yeah. Did you did you cheat? Did you? Ah, like, uh, yeah, no, good point. Like cover it with that. Yeah, you know? no, I, just, I, I ran up on stage, guitar on the left hand and just had to run up like full everything was in full swing right and did you did you get naked straight away or did you wait until you went on stage how graphic do you want me to go I can get a bit go as graphic as, you, as so, graphic as possible so I was like obviously the first thing that comes into your head is like what size is my penis yeah of course on yeah. Stage. Yeah. yeah so I was like why get out of the backstage <laughs> I had to go into the toilets and I was giving it a shake yeah self fluffing as it's mm. known in the yeah. industry <laughs> and this thing was happening have you ever like Ran like a five. <laughs> your face. Says, no, no, oh. please go. Yeah, so yeah, you've yeah. Run, like a fat, like a, done like intensive exercise, and you're like, what is going on? It gets kind of shriveled up. <laughs> yes. Yeah, are you get out of the? Are you get here? No. Are you for a swim? Yeah. If you do really intense exercise, it gets really small. But if you do kind of semi exercise, it gets kind of bigger. And not yeah, semi gives you semi. Yeah. But anyway, maybe my nose just shrinks. Cool. Yeah. Right. But basically, like, uh, obviously, because you're going through nerves and it's like uh, adrenaline rush, blah, blah, blah. It was like, basically, I was in fight or flight mode. <gasps> yes, sorry. Um, whenever, yeah, whenever I'm really nervous, it goes really small, yes. Yeah. Anyway, okay. It's because, like, apparently, if you're fight or flight, the, the blood starts, you have to get all the blood pumping to the rest of your, getting ready to fight, so it drains from your, cool. your peni. Um, basically, I was giving it a shake and it was going to the bit, like, bigger. Okay. And then, like, I was walking out. I was still in my boxers at this point. Yeah. And it was just like, just going back into my stomach, you know, I was just like, oh, oh. and I was like, oh no, what's going on? So I thought but, it might have gone the other way and then you've been <laughs> walking out there with a massive reaction. <laughs> did you watch the other people performing? I did, yeah. Did anybody have a massive reaction when doing it? Um, no one had a massive reaction, but right. there was quite a difference in penis sizes. I'll yeah. say that much, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was there, was there anybody who was rubbish at comedy but had a really big dick? <laughs> I just wanted um, to do it for that reason. <laughs> I, I, I think I need to have a graph 
yeah, yeah. Like Peter size to how good a comedy. And how distracting or well, alluring yeah, yeah, yeah. was. So, like, if you're not funny, you can have a big dick, and that's fine. <laughs> but if you're really funny, you can have a small. Yeah. But if you have a small penis, it's really funny. So. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, everything. Was, was that like, your act? <laughs> <laughs> My act was just, was just fashion. That's all it was. Um. So by, by the time I got up, it was it was a I wouldn't say it was it was just an okay say I was happy enough. Yeah. Yeah. But I wasn't like overjoyed. But yeah. I, I forgot about it straight away. Really. Uh, yeah, as soon as you get on, you're just kind of just free, and you're kind of, and everyone's so supportive. Like the whole crowd was like, he was like, give it up for uh, James Downey, and the whole crowd was like, intense roar, and I was like, this is fucking amazing. See, my my thinking is like, it might attract the wrong crowd. Like, it might attract people who just want to see naked people and don't care about the comedy. Maybe. Uh, probably does, yeah. Oh, the whole the whole front two. I mean, I think there's probably an overlap with the orgy. The first two front rows are also naked, so that may, that helps. Oh really? Oh, the audience are naked. The f- only the first two rows. And jokes on them because they're sitting. <laughs> and, and also, um, <laughs> then they're like, "Does anyone want to try a joke naked?" Right. Oh, the audience? the audience. And some of the audience members got up and tried it. And one of those guys had a massive dong. Right. I was kind of jealous. I was like, "This is was first, that? This is first gig, and he's quite funny, and he has a massive dong." Right. Okay. Yeah. Would you do it again? Oh yeah. 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 Would you do it, Dan? I don't know. I mean, it kind of sounds like a classic nightmare. Oh really? No, oh, I mean, it was really good. Yeah, you, you're on stage and suddenly you're naked. Yeah, isn't I, that a classic nightmare? It was very liberating. It was uh, uh, to be honest, out of New York, it was my favorite experience in New York. People, it was, I was so comfortable. People were like, people were. It was like one of those things where they have to be really, really like, um, like making you comfortable, making sure everything. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like super nice. They're super yeah, nice yeah. and like they, they were literally like, what you can do if you want is stand at the side of the stage, derobe, get up and do your like four to five minutes and then come off and grab the rope and like it's all up to, or you can walk about freely it's all up to you and there'll mm, be nobody in the green room like who's not a comedian and all that sort of thing it probably helps that there was nobody like you weren't gonna bump anybody you know there oh yeah that's what helped a lot yeah, yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have done it back or like you turn up and it's like loads of your old mates from school or in the audience <laughs> for some reason <laughs> that's the nightmare yeah, yeah that's, that's, the nightmare. that's the one there we find it i would i would i would do it i would do oh, it yeah. i would give it a go i would recommend it right yeah sure. i would give it a go for sure be interesting yeah, I don't think I have any fucks left to give. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, at this point, should we all just get naked now? Is that or, like, yeah, yeah that's, that's the plan. That's the plan. They should have asked that before. The, the rooms are over there. The rooms are over there. <laughs> I think it's kind of like when you're talking about comedy. Like you do comedy. I think whenever I tell people I do comedy, they're like, I could never do that. But once you do your first gig, it's like there's this buzz, and like you're like, oh, I could. This is amazing. yeah. So it's like a, another level. To that yes, place. I'm like that too. I'm always like, I'm too comfortable doing this. I want to do the next yeah, scariest yeah. thing. So I'm trying to do acting like you done to try and like do something even scarier. And for that. Right now, that's scarier for me than acting, than comedy. Acting's terrifying. Oh, acting's really? easy. Acting's hard. Because fun- just trying to be funny is one level, but like trying to be like sad and everything else with a camera right I in your face. I'm constantly sad even throughout my comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that issue. No, I, I find it so scary. Could, do you have any experiences when you were acting that's like, I know there's stuff you obviously can't talk about, but is there any times where any really bad experiences or me too. anything... Like night shoots or anything at all, you can say. I mean, really bad. Yeah, I mean, I did, I did a, I did a short film called Curse of the Vampire. Um, Curse of the what? The vampire. So Va- like vaping. All <laughs> oh, right, vape it's wire. Like vampire, like it's a vampire. It's a pun. That was the. <laughs> <laughs> That's the level you're getting so out. angry already. You're like, it's a pun. It's Get a pun. <laughs> did you come up with the title? <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's a good title. Anyway, well, what? <laughs> but I mean, that that was that was like three night shoots or something like that in a fitness forest 
outside Carrickfergus. A fitness forest? A fitness forest. Where people go to exercise or something? Yeah, it's like an obstacle course someone mm. built. I don't, I don't know what happens cool, in cool. Carrickfergus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Billy, but I'm really grateful for the... Uh, uh, but yeah, so it was just a really rough shoot because it was like night times and they had like generators with like a few heaters, but it was freezing. It was a few October. Heaters, 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 heaters. I heard heaters, but heaters, yeah. yeah. A few people yeah. Like, hey, hey, Joe. <laughs> I mean, the haters were there too, mostly because of the lack of the haters. Uh, but right. it, was, it was just rough because it was like there was no trailer, you know, it was no low budget thing. And you don't say. How did they? I don't really get the concept. So the, the the vampires that vape or it's, it's there some, some sort of vampire that vapes. Yeah, it's not really even a vampire. He just vapes. I can't remember. So a person that vapes at night. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah, it was like a couple in a car, classic horror movie scenario. And, and there's just there's, people outside vaping. There's this lad who was me. Okay. I was the vampire. Oh, you're the vampire. I was the vampire. Um, and I was just what flavor did you buy? What flavor of vape is your favorite to buy? It's my favorite blood, blood to buy. Blood, yes. Blood, okay. So, so they're in the car on a date, and you're outside the car just vaping, looking at them. Baptized children. That's, that's my, uh, my, my favorite Go, one. Oh, not garlic. Stay away from the garlic. No, no, no. No garlic. Uh, I would imagine everyone should stay away from the garlic <laughs> vape, to be honest. But, um, but yeah, I was so, just like, I was uh, in a hoodie and this basically demonic figure that then... But you're always vaping. Oh. That was vaping. your thing. I was vaping. I think I vaped into people's faces, and then they became possessed. All right, these okay. roles feel like so. they're you. It's like, oh, you're this like this director who breaks down. And the next role is like, I was this guy in a hoodie. Yeah, it's not like I was this normal guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> James, I'll have you know, I never wear hoodies. So. <laughs> to be fair, I've never seen you in a hoodie. Oh, I That's very you. true. Um, uh, you've got a new studio, right? Can you talk about that? Um, well, it's oh, kind of yeah, you're in the vault. I was in the yeah. vault. I've been, I've been in the vault, the vault for like quite a few years, and I revamped it. And I was, I was, I was kind of like combining it between. I have to decorate this place, um, so why not decorate it like where you can do nice little shoots? I was going to do a podcast. I filmed it um, about twenty times, and it's been awful every single time. I had to start from the start. Is it just you by yourself? Yeah. So I was going to do. You know how like in TikTok you have these clips, and they're always like twenty seconds of someone's podcast. Yeah. So I was going to do a parody podcast. So I was kind of like, I don't want to do a two-hour podcast. Um, how can I like get, just have the clips? So I was just make a parody. <laughs> These characters, you, you play the two characters and you're in a podcast. And uh, like a parody podcast. And then I, I've done it and I was like, this is so cringe. It's so... Show it to someone else. Show it to someone else and see if they like it. Sorry, no, I'm yeah, yeah. just really paranoid this isn't recording. Keep talking. Okay. <laughs> is this what happens? This is, the... <laughs> this is what happens. <laughs> just... <laughs> This is a level of professionalism. <laughs> it is recorded. <laughs> okay, so you tried it. So are you going to keep trying it? Oh, yeah, yeah. You're going to go ahead? Okay. I'm going to go. I've, I've already driven myself. It was okay. Like, it was okay. But I was like, there's a, I feel like with TikTok, there's a... Did you do TikTok videos? I mean, I've tried. You did one, didn't you? I've, I've done... Yeah, I've done like two proper ones, maybe. Three, three now. Yeah. Do you know how I felt about this? So you just... If it starts off not that good, mm-hmm. that's fine. Oh, it's yeah, yeah. it's like and even post that and then compare it to just keep just starting yeah, keep yeah, going yeah, yeah. because I'll be honest the first like when I first did this like there was issues mm-hmm. you just got to keep I'm just just use it, just keep getting better and better <laughs> and don't don't be scared check, check <laughs> well that right now yeah but like um, yeah just just start no, and keep no going idea. and like even if it's yeah it might actually be okay there might be someone out there who think it's really good no yeah yeah no I'm, I've, I'll keep going. Yeah, just, I, that's what I think anyway. Just keep keep trying it. Yeah, um, yeah. I but like actually post them. I think. 
Yeah, no, I've done my, my TikTok is like I've done. I've got quite a few videos on it. On Your TikTok's good, yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, just that, just just for releasing the first episode of that, I was like, and I don't want. I feel like with TikTok videos, there's such a fine line between cringe and funny. Like if you do one little. If you're not into character or something, or you're not, I don't know. If there's if there's something off, you're like, oh, this is a guy dressed in a tea towel. You ever get that? No, there's, there's but really you're too ones. close to it, mm-hmm. and you you're too close to it because oh, yeah, okay. you. I, you I mean, oh, flicking I, through it, I think I could agree that most of it is cringe. Like it just yeah. makes me hate humanity. And then, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, and then well, I mean more than I normally do, uh, but which is quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but then you'll find something good eventually. Yeah, and yeah. It's just and then there's so many guidelines and stuff as well. Like yeah. I did uh, a video like I'm better on reels on Instagram because I don't know the guidelines because when the video for sex with ghosts came out I just went funny video sex with ghosts didn't know you couldn't write the word sex oh yeah, yeah. so then it was like flagged for this is on TikTok is it yeah community guidelines and then the last video I did was just a silly small skit but I'm holding a cigarette that's not lit in it and because of that, it's got like eight views in comparison to oh, like hundreds. But, yeah, yeah. And I looked it up and it was like, you're not allowed to have a that's cigarette insane. on yeah, TikTok. Yeah. They will oh, not weird. show it. Um, I fought TikTok for a long time, but now I am addicted. Oh, I love Just, TikTok. I, I love I it love now, it. yeah. It's worrying. But uh, yeah, I really like it. Your Sex with Ghost song, played it on Blast 106. <laughs> <laughs> got so many complaints. Ah, oh, really? <laughs> I never told really you that. get that many complaints? Well, we got at least, I don't know how many you got, but you got some. Yes, uh, I would, I would, but like I we blurred out the happy about that. Like, we blurred oh, out the weird stuff, cool. but then I kept the ambiguous stuff, like the stuff that could be multiple things. So like water sports and stuff was in there. And yeah, it was good. I, I mean, I did it. appreciate the fact that you tried to radio edit my pure filth. Uh. <laughs> it's mostly just like a remix. Oh yeah, yeah. But you did say you couldn't say on radio what made you come up with that song. Can you say now? What made me come up with that song? Yeah. yeah well, sex with ghost initially. Um, was it inspired think... by like the Viet Bar? <laughs> <laughs> it certainly wasn't. I should also say to the filmmakers of that that film that I had a lovely time. And uh, if you're listening to this, uh, when's the sequel? H- hire me for the sequel. It's, it's, it returns the Viet. That's what it is. Trying to think of Viet puns. Okay, I know it's Can't to do with popcorn pun. long or something. Yeah. Um, but uh, what was the original question that was <laughs> not to do with <laughs> Coming up with sex with ghosts. Yeah, sex with ghosts. You said um, you said you couldn't say it on the radio. What made you come up with that song? I think, like, you don't remember, maybe. I you, ever, like, you ever broken up with someone? <laughs> <laughs> really? No. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I have a friend that is just like he's <laughs> never had his heart broken. Ooh, Mike. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Exactly. <laughs> um, I, but yeah, like. Oh, I, I get that. that. Makes sense. Yeah. You had a lot of sex with ghosts after breaking up with someone. Well, you no, because they become a ghost in your life. That's yeah. what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. It's That's kind of about sad wanks. <laughs> sad wanks. <laughs> it was a turn of phrase about like, oh no, I'm just thinking about my ex. Basically, just having sex with ghosts. So you wrote a song about wanking about your ex. <laughs> well, I didn't come up with the phrase. But I won't, and I also won't say who did. <laughs> Definitely can't talk about that. On but 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 a friend of mine said it, and I went, "That's really funny." And then because I do a show called Hollow Christmas, yeah, uh, I thought I would take it quite literally. Okay, but have that backing. And then when I was doing the released version and um, the released single, it was all like YouTube ballady style to, it's good. to make it funnier. It's really yeah yeah. Sex with ghosts is better than wanking with my ex. I, I like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah yeah. Do you think like if, if there were ghosts, do you think they would have sex with each other, or do you think they would? How do you think that would work? 
I mean, I'd hope so. I mean, I mean, <laughs> hope so. Well, if it's consensual, go, go with, pretend, pretend you're the vampire, the vampire. Do you think you lose that <laughs> urge? <laughs> <laughs> We're never losing this fucking vampire. <laughs> So well to not mention Kit fucking Harrington. <laughs> well, we can bring that up if you want. No, that's we can not. we not bring it up though. No. You can if you want. Are you being Kit Harrington's body double? Oh, I was the stand-in for Kit Harrington in the early seasons of Game I, of Thrones. I was stand-in for. I don't watch Game of Thrones, and I went home and told like my partner this. I was like, I'm stand-in for a guy called Gondry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I spoiled the whole ring thing. The bell. She was like, "What one is it?" And I told her the scene, and she was like, "That hasn't happened." And then she was like, "Oh my god, dude, you just spoiled it." Gondry. Gendry. Like you look a wee bit like him. Maybe. I don't do you even have the look. I think it was just like kind of similar height. Height and yeah, facial tone. I can't even remember that character. I've blocked it yeah. all from my memory now. It's a wonderful. I just know it was, a, it was Chris from Skins, wasn't it? Uh, I think so, yeah. You, you did. Do you do acting as well? Or have done? tiny bits of acting. If right, you, okay. I always have this debate. We've done like the last two things I've did were like two, two ads. But the last thing I did was uh, it was. It's going to be. It hasn't been released yet. It's like an advert for. Um, what do you call those guys who um, you phone anonymous like police you know like you, it's not that night it's not night and I didn't do an ad for 999 it's like a I like an anonymous police like I know the one in London that you you know yeah. there's a number you I should really know this name it's really it's really easy name to remember I just can't remember like some, uh, but basically I didn't know what I was up for and then I had to like um, be on a phone call and talk to this guy who's basically like telling me to tout he's basically being like oh if you know paramilitaries in the area um tell us and I break down and I'm like crying and stuff I'm telling him that I'm getting in trouble with, these, with this gang and then apparently the guy <laughs> yeah it was like who was the that other actor was like oh yeah I'm like friends with all these like paramilitaries and stuff. <laughs> he's, like, he's laughing during it being like oh, my mates won't like this one and I was like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's why <laughs> you're <laughs> telling people to tout on your friends right okay <laughs> but you were, act- you were acting or you just was it just voice no it was, on, it was acting it was like it's, well, it's going to be released. Well, maybe I haven't seen it. It's been. It was like two years ago. It still hasn't been released. Um, it apparently it's like it's like a phone call type of live, but it, it is okay. It's that's like cool. It's, it's filmed, but it's like a, a you're having a video call with somebody. Yeah. How did you get involved in that? I done a couple of wee things. Recently. I was during COVID. I sort of there was a couple of things I I did with acting because people were looking for like couples, but they were like, we can't bring in two people who don't know each other because of the COVID rules. So we need people that are isolating together. So me and uh, Sarah yeah. applied for like a like an advert for the Europa Hotel and a, an advert for um, Tourism NI. Are they out there? Uh, yeah, those two are out there. They're out there ah. on TV. It was in Dairy Girls. People were like, yeah, I've seen you on TV. Ah, okay, cool. That's awesome. And then the last one was the... Oh, I nearly had the name there. I can't remember. The, the police one. Okay, okay. Incredible. Is there, Would that be something you'd want to do more? Like acting type stuff? See, I, I, feel, like, yeah, I feel like comedy is kind of like acting. Yeah. Like. A hundred percent. That's it. Yeah, yeah it is. It's been a character, and yeah, because yeah. yeah. I, I, I was thinking about putting a little bit of like, because we do the, the musical comedy, and I was thinking about I love like magic. I was like, if I could introduce little bits of magic, I was like, well, you're kind of doing a bit of acting, a bit of. Ma-. I would love like that to be the. If, if someone was like, what's the main thing you do for the rest of your life? You can only pick one thing. It'd be like combining the. It's a way to cheat, combine like music, magic, comedy, acting on stage. You, you want to be a one man cabaret, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's a good ambition. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's ambitious. <laughs> Hundred percent. Is there anything you want to do, Dan, that you haven't done yet? Because you've done loads of stuff. Um, oh, thanks. <laughs> oh no, you've done loads of stuff as well. You've done stuff as well. No, you've actually done stuff, Dan. Is that one? Is that how you came across? Is that didn't mean it like that? What was the question? Is there anything you haven't done yet that you'd like to do? 
like um, like something different like a, you know, a you, feeling of contentment <laughs> that would be nice stop masturbating up your ex-girlfriend yeah <laughs> what's I on your to-do list mostly about literal sex with ghosts james <laughs> god damn it uh, i i don't know um i'd like to focus a bit more on straight music that's what i was going to ask you guys um i was speaking to james about that downstairs what it's a bit homophobic <laughs> I <know. laughs> um i haven't heard any songs you have songs that aren't comedy songs yes okay oh so do you thanks for doing your research well <laughs> Well, okay. I didn't know that. So where do you perform them? Then you don't do them at gigs, do you? No, I mostly just write. Like I released a EP under my own name, which then gets really confusing. Your name is confusing, yeah. Yeah, it really is. Otter debauchery as well, isn't it? Well, my comedy stuff's under Otter debauchery on Spotify. Um, and then when I started doing stand-up, I tried to do it under the pseudonym Otter debauchery, but then people were like, it's Dan Leith. And then yeah, people yeah. were like, Dan Leith, the comedian. But none of they go and look me up on Spotify, they'll expect to find Sex with Ghosts or something like that, but they just find my serious music. EP. Oh, I didn't oh. know that. Yeah. I've interviewed you twice and I didn't know that. Right, okay. Right, okay, cool. I'm not gonna lie, see if I was an MC, which I'm dying to do, and someone says, can you introduce me as Otter Debauchery? I might introduce you as Dan Leaf. It's, it's a bit weird. <laughs> well, I mean... I feel like it's a... So whenever I was doing like my serious stuff, I yeah. was kind of trying to think of a name that people could pronounce and like I, so I chose Re it was R-I but Otter Debauchery I'd be like, like I, don't, I don't know how to spell that <laughs> like if, so, I, try, if so, I try to spell that on Spotify I, I can guarantee I'll mess it up so we talked about this um, it's because whenever you were younger you were described as an otter right that's why you call it your Otter Debauchery yes what, yeah. what, what is it Debauchery what, what is debauchery? Yeah. Debaucher's behavior is like drinking, taking drugs, being... It makes more sense. Yeah. Like <laughs> being a vampire, basically. Yeah. Being your <laughs> general. Okay, it makes more sense. Run of the mill vampire. Okay. Um, but yeah, so debauchery, uh, like I think that there was a joke I had with, in a car with some friends. Who were like, what would your autobiography be called? Oh, and then I was like, Otter Debauchery. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It, it, it is good. It is a good name. I liked how you were saying it before. Like, whenever we did the radio interview, you were like, I wanted to think of myself as like a lion or a tiger. And your wolf. mates were like, was, was it a wolf? It was a wolf. Right, okay. Yeah. And then, like, the- you know, cool, predatory, but not in a creepy way. Um, just like, lone wolf. Yeah. Bit of, bit of a mystery, bit of an enigma. I give you that. And then people were like, nah, you're like an otter. <laughs> you mean, you could give someone a nasty nip, but really, you just want to hold someone's hand and yeah. and juggle I, I had a similar thing everybody wants to imagine themselves as like Brad Pitt or whatever and my 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 ex-girlfriend and their mum both said you remind me of Boris Johnson nice. so not quite not quite <laughs> what I would have pictured but yeah Boris Johnson do you see it my mum sees it as well oh, I don't see it at all you don't see it okay that's fine I'll take that I don't really want to be it but uh I don't think you're a sociopath for one so I mean <laughs> I mean he gets a lot of like it's He's known it's characteristically, physically, it's, he's known for his hair. Mm. Yeah, but you know, blonde hair, blonde, big, shaggy hair. I mean, I you, could, you have a mop here. We could just attach. <laughs> we could put the top of it on, and then the people who actually watch this will be able to judge yeah, for yeah. themselves. The people who actually watch this, <laughs> <laughs> as you get your own back. Well, I suppose, uh, right, okay. And well, I actually thought about dyeing my hair blonde for a long time because apparently it works for ginger if you dye your hair blonde. Well, Maybe it works like, like it looks okay. okay. Like if I was dye my hair, like your oh, guys' okay. color, it wouldn't look right. It wouldn't your look natural. <laughs> brown. Brown. <laughs> I can't tell the difference between brown and black. I'm dirty fair. Oh, remember that phrase, dirty fair. 
What does that mean? Do you? Yeah. Means I like it dirty, but <laughs> but you're but fair. But, but you're fair. Fair rules. But you're fair. fair. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, I think dirty fur is like brown, but like bits of like blonde and stuff in it as well. Like it's yeah. My hair kind of changes yeah. in the sunlight. I'm like a mood ring, but that's constantly in a bad mood. Constantly masturbating over your ex-girlfriend. How do you find being a busker, James? What's it like? What's it like? I want to know. What I love it. Will calls a busker, like gigging, busker, busker. Sorry, yes, you're right. Sorry, yes, I said that. Yes, I do for some reason. Like, like, gigging, oh, gigging. Do you, <laughs> no, you don't bus, you just, you said that downstairs. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, I, but I, like, well, I have busked, but I just think it's funny because I've never heard anyone say that. Like, how was your busk last night or something? It's because I associate gigging with comedy, but gigging is yeah, yeah, also yeah, music yeah, as well. Okay. Uh, I love it. Yeah, it's really fun. Um, the thing I love about. Um, because I do mostly cover songs. Yeah. And people like the like, people like Dan are like, those guys are scum. The guys who go out and Absolute yeah. scum. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what I like about it is like, if you're practicing, it gives you like a bit of practice on stage without the fear of like, um, just for complete like stage presence and like just being in the presence of like big crowds and, not, and, and getting less nervous each time. Yeah. Whilst like comedy, I think you've got two things going on being like, um, I've got to go up in front of a big crowd, which is nervous, but also like my original stuff you don't know what your writing's going to be like but if I'm doing a cover song I like if someone asks me for a song yeah. you've cancelled out like okay I know that they're going to like the material but at least I get to now I've just got to be like good. so there's less pressure than comedy then? you just have to be good at performing it you don't have to be, actually write the just stuff what, okay yeah. but how do you find it like because you're, you're sober right you don't drink mm -hmm. How do you find that, like, melty? So, like, I feel like if you... So, I used to work in bars. I feel like it does one or two things. Either it makes you want to drink more because you're like, I want to be, like, one of these people instead of being sober all the time. Like, I would drink when I was working in bars. I probably shouldn't, but I did. Yeah. Or you're like, these guys are fucking nuts. I never <laughs> want to drink again. Is any is that part of the decision? Or, like, can you talk about why you're sober? Or oh, yeah. um, I think being working in a bar, uh, I don't know, like, doing gigs in a bar, like, a couple nights a week actually helps because... I get so if you, I think if you go out with your friends, you're under this like social pressure to drink. But if I'm on stage, nobody knows that I'm not drinking. So I still get to go out and I'm chatting to people and having fun. But I don't have to like sit at the same table and be. It's kind of like an excuse to go out, but not have to. I get that. that yeah. Sense. Yeah. Because yeah. I have loads of fun when I'm out, like uh, doing cover gigs and stuff. But I wouldn't go out much to that sort of like. I would go out with like friends to a quieter bar. I wouldn't really go out to like cathedral quarter. To watch like cover bands and stuff. No, because scum watches <laughs> scum. <laughs> do you gig do music? I, do I gig? No, I used to do kind of, I used to have a residency in a place called Johnny the Jig in Hollywood. I used to go there, yeah. 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 Uh, but the guy that hired me for that basically let me do my own stuff mm -hmm. as well as the covers that I wanted to do. I could not go into a bar and play oasis or no no i can't i literally can't walk into a bar when someone's doing that if i hear it i'll like <laughs> oh, i've really? been to the dirty onion in four years right okay so so you've never you never gig singing other people's songs you'd be against that well i do technically do it for care homes you work for care homes uh, <laughs> just singing Wonderwall <laughs> no I, you have so many jobs I didn't realise that right so you work for you like perform I, for care homes I have done yeah okay um, which kind of started over lockdown I what? went out but you're giving them all COVID <laughs> no I had <laughs> he's vaping he's vaping he's vaping he's vaping he's I lost my vape before coming out here guys and uh, I wish I had it <laughs> 
but yeah, so it started over lockdown, but it was in car parks and stuff like that. Like they'd come out to the balconies <laughs> or watch through windows. It <laughs> 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 sounds like something the vampire would do, doesn't it? <laughs> It just sounds like a weird version of Glastonbury. The crowd's like four old, older gentlemen, and you're like, come on! <laughs> Throwing your pickup at the balcony and stuff. It's amazing. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, it's, it's right. Okay, so you performed in car parks <laughs> to old people's homes. Okay, James loves it. Um, <laughs> and then when COVID was, <laughs> someone throwing their bra or something on the stage or just, <laughs> you really into it and you're just like this is a really weird gig what, <laughs> kind, what kind of reaction did I have bra down. <laughs> what kind of they were watching me from balconies get it right James so did they love it <laughs> yes yes you know, did guess you sex with ghosts no oh, okay, okay. it was all covers okay so. no oasis no oasis Oh, you definitely could. You definitely could have sang like dirty songs. I mean, old probably. people are like, <laughs> you know, is there not, you know. I don't think the current home would have been too happy, but yeah. Well, why not? Well, because they would have complained. Like, they get same people who, all those people in the current phoned up blast and just complained about. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it was. I don't see the issue. Like old people can, you can. I mean, maybe my lived. song "Dick Pick." <laughs> but they've lived. That, well, they might not get they it. Might not, they might not get it. They might not get it. It's because of the cultural references of technology. Are all your songs quite like sexual? Are the clean ones sexual? Are the non-comedy ones sexual? No. <laughs> how how many non-comedy songs do you have on Spotify? Currently four. Okay. Cool. I, I I'm interested to hear them. None of them are sexual. <laughs> okay. Cool. No, I'm I'm looking forward to hearing them. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Uh, you're so you're going. You're both going to the fringe. Um, you've got people supporting you as well. Yeah. And you've never been before? <clears throat> I've been just as a punter. I've never, I've never, apart from that one like thing I was talking about where I took the class and performed for five minutes, I've never performed at the Fringe. Right, okay. Okay. How are you feeling for it? Yeah, I'm pooping myself. Surely compared to performing naked, it's... I, I think it's just I've never did... It, it's, all it is, is is about... I'm not I'm nervous about performing. It's more about... Um, the, I've never did like a 35-minute set. The, the longest I've did is 15. The 15 has went really well a few times. And I thought, I could just double that and it'd be fine. And partly comedy doesn't work like that. I was like, it took this long to get 15. It should take that long to get another 15. But it took, I just feel like it hasn't as smoothly. Well, Dan, you'd know I've only done 15. You've done like, an any R- advice? An R40. Yeah, you've done loads. You, I went to your show, it was very good. Um, yeah, I don't know. But I, like, I think, I know it's an interesting thing to get the stance on because I, I came at, writing shows backwards like I did an hour before I did a comedy okay, club yeah, yeah. ever you know for Stranded uh, did it go well? it went really well okay. yeah but the way I structured that like I started it with because it was in the Strand Cinema yeah. I made a short movie of me like waking up and trying to get to the cinema on time and the my, the events of the day just went awry I stop off for a pint jump okay. on someone's motorcycle uh, stop a little girl being kidnapped from Bigfoot kill Bigfoot with a log uh-huh. um, but you played this at the gig? yes played yeah. it at the start of the gig yeah. and yeah. so basically at the end of the short film I was covered in blood holding a child's balloon and it, the short film ended with me walking in and that's exactly when I walk in still covered in blood and this wasn't, fic- this wasn't fictional this was just someone filming your day to day Bigfoot was there Bigfoot was there I that's what I thought until you said Bigfoot and then I was like what it's all happening in the current home you're doing that solo, solo show again right so you can't talk about it is that right 
Oh, that, yes. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Because yeah, yeah. there's better. That's I'll fine. Be doing that that's again, fine. Okay. So don't, don't. It was good. I had a question, but that's fine. I'll leave it. I'll leave it. Uh, okay. But got... I think I think to answer your question that you asked, uh, I think you just need more of a structure for a longer piece. Yeah. You can't just, I don't believe you can just stick all your bits together and call it a show. Yeah. I think with Balloon Thief was my first one um, where I killed Bigfoot. There was a through line with something that called back at the end of it as well as me doing songs and set pieces yeah. and audience interaction. And as you know, we're seeing Peninsula, there's all sorts of spinning plates yeah. going on. That's what I, th- that's what I found. Um, it's really interesting that you're saying about, you know, writing the structure for the R. So ever since I started comedy, I was like doing each set, like this is going to be a piece for a bigger, you know what I mean? I was, I was like uh, already thinking of the story. And I was like, okay, start at the beginning. And it's going to be the journey of like, uh, Irish rebel emo where you're like you know what I, I think in Northern Ireland you're sort of sometimes forced into like uh, certain cultures you're like getting told to like um, you have to pick up like Gaelic and Hurling and, and like um, what for me personally and then like Irish dancing and stuff and then trying to break free of that and fighting like punk and emo and kind of music blah 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 and then it's conclusion so I, I was trying to do that while I was writing the five minute sets and then I feel like you're right like I feel like when, if you do that it doesn't work like you're on like your fourth one you're like no, you need to be writing this as a story. You know what I'm trying to. You can't have the yeah. same like. A I, I also <coughs> I also feel the same way about doing like short sets. Like sometimes it's nice to clock where you're at mm-hmm. or what's happening topically in the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. And maybe shoehorn a bit of that mm-hmm. in to make it yeah. seem fresh. Exactly. You know, yeah. Like you, like me, uh, do musical comedy, mm-hmm. and you have your set songs. Yeah, yeah. And you'll get those out, but it's nice to put a bit of. Yeah, yeah. A touch of this is special because of this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I used to do the story thing, but I don't do it anymore. I just do, here's a bit, here's another bit, here's another bit. Yeah, yeah. I used Fair to enough. do I think it it's kind of works, but it, mine are all quite short. I haven't really done many longer yeah. things. I think it's really good if you can do a free line, but yeah, good yeah. luck. I just feel like it, it, also it helps with the writing. Like, I've printed out, say there's like six or seven five-minute parts. Whenever you like put them all beside each other, you do do a bit of like talking in between it. You wouldn't yeah. just jump between each set, and I'm like, oh, this is... A far better way to look at it because I feel like I'm chatting about this overall. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. So like, if I just try to jump in between each set, it feels a bit like a bit. Uh, you end on one joke and then you're like, "And hey, see this thing," and you're like, "Oh, you can kind of tell this as well." Yeah, you can do it once. I can do it once. So if you're in a short set, you can be like, "Here's another." Well, short set, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but like a full one. Yeah, I have no idea. Like I'm, yeah, I'd like, I love to do one, but I'd be thrown back on my old jokes and stuff. I don't know. And I, I need to work it out. Yeah, yeah. I need to work it out for sure. Okay, well, we've got a few... Qu- Actually, were you guys out for Pride, by the way, yesterday? Were you out? I was gigging? in London. You were in London, you, so you were? I was just gigging in the theatre. Gigging, room. okay. Dad was watching me, I was playing um, Don't Look Back in Anger and stuff like that. <laughs> That's why you went to London, it's like, fuck this, I'm going to London. Very <laughs> <laughs> right, cool. Well, i got, got a few got a few questions here. So let's see. Uh, Claire Cor- this is just for uh, Dan, this one, because it's Claire Corrigan. Uh, can you serenade her again? Can you ser- uh, serenade Claire again? Claire... Anytime you want. Mm. <laughs> Short and sweet there. Lovely. Uh, okay, I'll start with you, James, for this one then. This is from George Robinson. We actually actually got a question. Did yeah, yeah. Do you collect anything? And then he said, other than the hearts and minds of the audience. <laughs> uh, I was massive into like, comic books whenever I was growing up. My brother, oh, yeah. my brother draws and writes comics. And oh, I, yeah. yeah, and whenever I was really young, I would go down to um, like the Comic Cons with him. And... Uh, it sounds really hipster or whatever, but I feel like nowadays it's just too 
means like once all Marvel movies started coming out, I, I lost my love for it. Not when they started coming out, but nowadays I'm just superhero fatigue. I'm like, no, no. I did you dress up? Whenever I went to comic, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Who did you dress up as? So uh, this, is, this is going to sound like I'm going to show my. <laughs> <laughs> That was my favourite character. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the time I would dress up, uh, I actually dressed up in like the characters of my brother's comics. So he, he used me when I was young. I only, only now I realised what he was doing. So what was your brother's comic about? The one I, draw, I dressed up as, it was like a big leafy face it was called. I, I feel like I'm doing, I'm back here promoting doing, promoting my brother's stuff. It feels like... Uh, we'll get back on the year. It was called Slaughterman's Creed. It was kind of like a Daxter type of thing but the serial killer was like an ice man capturing people tying them up and okay type of thing okay cool that sounds quite good Do you ever collect anything dan uh, i too collected comics i still have a large array mostly in the horror genre <laughs> and uh magic the gathering cards back in the day uh before i uh find sex <laughs> yeah uh, with ghosts and uh i don't know i feel like i've got quite an a uh, Addictive yeah, personality, yeah. so like I, you know, I used to get sticker books when I was yeah. a child, and I think it grew from there. Mm. Do you think just, like sorry, man. no, I was just. Do you think w- w- our generation is way more programmed to have addictive personalities because of that? I feel like ever since I was really young, because of FIFA stickers, yeah, yeah, FIFA stickers, yeah. even like before, that, like Pogs, Pokemon cards, Magic yeah. the Gathering, Millenn- I, I always remember it's always been a phase where we're collecting something like Millennium Babies. Um, yeah, everything from sticker, from football stickers to Pokemon cards to. I've never collected anything. My attention spans just oh, really? fucked from all the social media. Yeah, so I just oh. like, I'll collect just TikToks. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't I don't know. I don't collect anything. But maybe, okay. maybe I don't know. Um, I just remembered. I forgot to mention your kids book, Dan. Uh, that's fine. Oh, you don't want to talk about it? That's <laughs> no, okay. You, can. <laughs> you don't want to talk about it. <laughs> tell, tell us about your kids book in case uh, anybody's not heard about it before. So I wrote a children's book despite. The fact that a lot of my comedy is not suitable for that, yeah. which was another reason that I chose Otter Debauchery as a pseudonym, because I was worried about people looking up Dan Pick, Dan Lee, Dan Pick, seeing Dick Pick, <laughs> um, Dan Pick. But yes, my children's book is called The Stargazing Otter. It's not really written for children, but they can enjoy it if they want. Um, so yes, so <laughs> but it's about, it's about like mental health. It's a heartwarming thing. People cry when they read it. It's is there vapes in it. It's nice. <laughs> vapes. <laughs> no, that's the sequel. Where's the vapor? Is vapor turned off at it or? No, I'm doing a crossover. That's the next one. <laughs> uh, the next one. Stargate daughter. With do, the you, vapor. do you any use? Uh, this is a genuine question. Do you guys? Any of you guys vape? No. Do you actually vape? Yeah. Oh, you do vape? I didn't know that. I don't. You look like I should. Like you're looking at me. Like you should know that I vape. I mean, <laughs> you did. You were like, "What was the, the fuck?" Vi- yeah, was yeah, the yeah, yeah. About you? No, if, if you get a bit like that sometimes I did, I as well. Then. You definitely do do that. What? Like you had to go up, mate. You did you do your research. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're always, you're so always like, like that. You should know me. Look, if it's, <laughs> <laughs> if it's bad, I'll put it in my body. Okay, you know. Yeah. I mean, James, I thought we we were coming on together. I'm saying, excuse me. Like what were we doing the evil version of you? Both musical comedians. You're sober. I'm the opposite of that. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. good and evil. You're, just, you're yeah. quite wholesome. I'm just trying to ruin people's days. Uh, that's, yeah, that's a fair assessment. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Is, is your music on Spotify, James? I forgot the. Uh, yeah, I've just released a new one called Father Son, and my my uh, my whole family are giving me loads of stick for it because the lyrics are like it was supposed to be lyrics about like you don't have to grow up to be um, 
like programmed to be like your parents or the older generation so the lyrics are like you're not your father's son but they're obviously saying like I have listened oh, yeah, to the okay. track it's it's very good everyone oh, check it out you did your research I, I, I did my <laughs> research unlike somebody uh, but it's so upbeat sounding yeah. it's an upbeat sounding song I didn't really take but it sounds like I'm saying upbeat singing about like being adopted it's like I'm not my father's son and you're like I mean have you seen your comedy oh that's okay that's yeah I, I think I have father issues. That's the, that's the, what we're getting out of this. Both my comedy and my serious songs um, include me having daddy issues. Everyone who does comedy has yeah, issues for sure. Um, what you, okay, what do you mean, Will? <laughs> you should know. You should well, know what his issues are. But just me then. Yeah. Just me. You guys are normal. <laughs> that's just me. Uh, can we ask? Can we ask you questions? What yes, about? I, I was actually going to message you guys and say that, but I didn't want to feel like too. Um, I don't know, patronising. Like, it's a confrontation. It's not just me interviewing you. Yes, you can ask me whatever you like. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I felt like if I was going to interact, you'd be like, I'm the... No, 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 I should have said that before. Sorry, yes, you ask me whatever you like. Go for it. Okay, so uh, I was thinking, like, if... So you do radio presenting? Yes. And I didn't didn't only recently learn it was, like, four days a week or three or four days a week, is it? Yes, four. Four, okay. And then I was like, uh, so if you had to choose between radio presenting and comedy or anything else, what would you prefer to do? Uh... Slightly the radio. I'd really like the radio because okay. I fell into it by accident. I'm so surprised. I, I know, I know, I know. By that answer, y- yeah, yeah. You're both comedians, but like I, I fell into the radio by. I wanted to do comedy for a very long time, but I fell into the radio presenting. So I did a podcast over lockdown, and got told I had a voice for radio, and then just kind of fell into. You sure, that wasn't a face, Will. <laughs> a face? What do you mean? Is there a face? Is a face? You know, it's a common insult. Oh, a oh, face yeah, for radio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fa- yeah. I thought you said phase. No, right, okay. I said phase as well. Uh, Could have worked on my Yeah. <laughs> so, and then I just kind of fell into it. Like, I'd sent a few demos, and it just kind of happened naturally, and it's been really fun, and I really enjoy it. And I think I think part of it is, for me, radio, there's zero fear. I was just going to ask. Comedy, there's fear, but for sure. Do you feel like, um, so, like, recording a podcast or doing those little sketches or, like, TikTok, I feel like, you can just rewind and record it again. Do you feel like on on air you're like, if you fumble, because you said you were on for like a few hours at a time. Didn't yeah. You? If you fumble, or you just have a bit of a, I don't know, like not a panic, a bit of anxiety or something, you can get a bit stuck or something. Well, the good thing about radio is if it's going rubbish, which does happen, you some a lot of time you're just in the studio by yourself. But if you mess up, it's like put a oh, song on, a song, it's just yeah. over. But you can be embarrassed because you're like thousands of people have just heard me. Yeah, like yeah. I've tried, I've said stuff that you've wrote down, and you'd be like, that's gonna be a good like. And like, ugh, like some of them, they're just not. Some of them are like you go over the line. Like I was. Oh, you actually write it down, do you? Not well. No, I don't write it down what I'll say, but I'll do a bullet point. Okay, okay. So like, probably shouldn't say that. I oh, fuck it. I'll say it now. <laughs> um, I was talking about Chinese New Year, and just as I was saying, I was just like, I can't. The way I'm saying it, I can't say it. It just sounded like racist. Yeah. Okay, okay. So I was just like, song. Yeah. But like, you, and you do get really embarrassed when you mess it up, even though you're just in the yeah, studio. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I really enjoy it. I think like the other thing about about it is you turn up, it's all you. It, <laughs> yeah. But I, I know that sounds kind of selfish, but like you turn up for a comedy gig and it's there's loads of other people in the bill. Radio is just yeah. I'm in charge. I go and it's you're Boris Johnson basically. Yeah. I, I really enjoy it. Um, I love comedy. I'm enjoying it more and more, but uh, slightly the radio. Okay. Cool. Slightly. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> so I thought you were well, going to ask a question. Oh, no, I, I will you, ask a question. What is your favourite water-based mammal? <laughs> water-based mammal? I need to figure out what that is first. So I know what water-based means. 
the wheel. Is there only, or only is one? Is it just a wheel? I would say an orca. Is it an it otter? Otter. <laughs> there you go. River. Yeah, I think you feel like you took the, we both took that question really seriously. <laughs> I thought you were just going to say whale because it's like the obvious one. Dolphins are better than whales, I think. They're poor poises. Mm-hmm. The server poipus. Hey. You went there. Oh. Hey. Okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, I mean, can I ask you more some more stuff? I'm yes, sorry. you asked me as many I feel like I haven't cracked Will as a human being or a character yet. Go ahead. It's just because I think we all know Dad's, Dan's issues. <laughs> Which is like you do we know we know we know your issues now, Dad. <laughs> we all know Dad. I mean Dan. Um, what what? So what is your? Uh, What's what are my issues? Yeah, what is your <laughs> issues? So I want to know. Uh, Everyone has an issue. I think mine's is Daddy issues. Yours is alcoholism. <laughs> what, what is mine? Oh, yours is uh, yours is e- e- <laughs> ego. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you what it is. It's ego and alcoholism. What you can just alcoholism. And uh, what's but, m- I I can't relax ever. You can't relax. I can never relax ever. Like um, the only time I can ever watch TV, uh, like I can't just I can't ever I can't switch off ever. Like constantly, boom, boom, boom. I never watch TV. I never sit still. So you have ADHD. Yeah. Okay. But like, it's really annoying. Yeah. yeah. Like I literally can't switch off no matter what I do. Yeah. yeah. I think I've got similar things. Uh, well, people tell me that. Yeah. So like any time I'm sitting down doing nothing, I'm like, oh, I should be doing this. I should be doing that. It's since it's since COVID. I didn't have it until COVID because do you, COVID. Do you do a lot of pacing? Now we do a lot of pacing. Yeah, I never sit still. Yeah, like three o'clock in the morning, people are like, why is there like people in the bathroom and downstairs and in the kitchen? I'm just like, like a little hamster in a cage, just walking around. I, I walk. I just go out for walks most oh, yeah. nights for like an hour. Yeah, I seen you recently. It was funny. Even it's raining. You saw you saw me walking <laughs> you recently. Your headphones on. Yeah, I always have the headphones like, on. Yeah. Wow. You tell he was ignoring. I saw you. He was like. <laughs> Oh, is, no. he, is he your dad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Any more questions? <laughs> it's kind of hard to ask. What's what's your issue? I should have like stated it more. Like if you were to talk about like a an issue on stage, what would you like? What would you? But I can't. But I can't, you know, so so like, like so. Do you not find like with what I do is I talk about like like I'm not actually an alcoholic. Everyone, just so you know that. Um, or like when I talk about ex-girlfriends or whatever, it's always a heightened version. Oh yeah, yeah. Of like I'm playing a caricature of myself. Sure. Mm. If you want to tell yourself that, would you two? <laughs> would you two agree that's what you do? Obviously, <clears throat> yours is quite theatrical, James, in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but would you? Yeah. Be doing that, like so l- playing almost one aspect of your personality and heightening it. Yeah, but like, even when I was in school, I was always like the person that fell into weird situations. Like, there's so many weird situations I've been in that I want to talk about I haven't got around to yet. My mates from Scotland, who I've known for a long time, keeps wanting me to talk about certain things, but I haven't worked them out yet. Um, like, before lockdown, I lived in a flat with nine pets. I, f- I found myself in a flat with nine pets. And the flat was honestly... Wait, did sp- anyone else live there? Yes. Yes, <laughs> so my, my ex had nine pets. Oh, okay. But, well, like, there we go. initially, so we got pet rabbits... Which are, which are not indoor pets. They eat everything. They're poo every two How seconds. How many rabbits? Two. Just your ex or the rabbit? Didn't know what you meant there. Uh, yeah, two rabbits. And then, like, honestly, I would come home and then there'd be more pets. So, like, mice, rats. We had all is this these. just because all your like, house is disgusting and there's, like, more, more and more rats <laughs> running around? It's Literally, like, <laughs> like, I would wake up like a rat in my head and stuff that like that. Just like, like, there's so well, many we've stories got, about we've it. Got 58 <laughs> pets now. <laughs> <laughs> nice 40 of them are ants. <laughs> and they started to kill each other. 
So the rats, the rats, the rats. rats. So, so the rats. Is it? it, How did it work? Are they are they pet rats? Are they in a cage? They're pet rats. Okay. So every single one of those animals could roam around the flat. He didn't. He didn't just live in a skip or anything. It felt like it. <laughs> it felt like it. Yeah, rabbits, rats, and anything else, or just and rodents? mice. Oh, you're, you're pretty rodent heavy. Yeah. Wow. It was a weird flat, and there's so many stories about that, but and I haven't worked it out yet. And who? It was this like um. Was well, none of it. Is this your ex-girlfriend's interest or your interest? Hers. That's really interesting. It, it kind of feels weird. like from a Batman film. Like they're always obsessed with like penguins. I, mean, or I just think Nine Pets is a good name for a solo <laughs> show. If you ever decide to do it. So. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe. Yeah. So there's loads of yeah. I always find like I find myself in weird situations, but I need to work out how to. Yeah. So my life's just material. I don't have to think of material. <laughs> they're all just stories. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. I don't even remember what the question was. <clears throat> but do you not change or heighten those stories? Oh yeah. So to be honest, sometimes I tone them down. Yeah. <laughs> to be completely honest. Uh, I'm trying to think of any ones I have changed. I don't even think I have changed them. Can I? Oh, uh, maybe I should. No, go go for it. Oh, it's really bad at it, right? What I meant, what I meant is, in case it spoils the comedy, but like, is is the poo story real? Yeah, and the poo story's yeah, kind of worse than the real. Yeah, it's it's completely real. Um, so I was you going. Up, in a, like, pleasure center. Yeah, so I was I was genuinely trying to. I was like, I'm going to get in really good shape and drink, drinking loads of coffee to get myself through it. And like my stomach was genuinely a <laughs> Is mess. That the best way to get in shape. No, I was going. I know I was going. What to were you reading? <laughs> no, 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 no. Did no, I write? No, 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 no. I wanted to get in shape, so I had to ten americanos a day. No, sorry, I skipped the bit that I went to the gym in the morning. Okay, but I was okay. not a morning person, so okay, I was okay. drinking loads of coffee. Oh, so I right, had right, the right. energy to go to the gym, right. and because I was getting no sleep and drinking loads of coffee, my stomach was oh. a mess. You drinking like protein shakes as well? No. The things are intense. But like my stomach was a mess and what I would always do is such a weirdo, like I try and do as much in the gym as possible. So it would be like it would genuinely be like quarter to nine, I'd rush into the shower and I'd be like No, I didn't I didn't poo in there to save time. I didn't do that. <laughs> but I did think I did think it was a fart and a really weird, like long poo did come out and I did push it in the corner and smush it down the drain. Oh. And there was two people about to come into the changing room as well. Like that oh, is okay. true. Okay, okay. Um that's that's, that's insane. I don't. Think, I haven't made did anything you, did up. Did you ever fix like your? After that incident, I presume you stopped the coffees. <laughs> oh no! Uh, I actually stopped the gym, so I just got out of shape. Okay, okay. But like, did I you actually say you took more. Is it? No, I, 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 well, I don't know if the gym would want you back. <laughs> to be the, the gym doesn't know. The gym doesn't know. They fucking know now. Well, they don't. They're in Probably Scotland. Not. They're in Scotland. They're, oh. No, they definitely don't. Uh, did you live in Scotland? Yeah, I was at uni. I did it at uni. Yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> it's pretty cool. I actually have an even weirder story, which I'm doing a man you stand up now, which I won't say on this, but uh, it's another weird gym story, which is potentially weirder. Are all your stories gym stories? No, but this one is as well. Okay, okay. Does so it have poop in it? You peed yourself in the shower? Kind of, and it happened to me in the last month. I feel like poop's a hard one to do in comedy. I tried to poop stuff in it. Like you think poop's bad? I mean, it's it depends on the age range. For children, it yeah. works a lot. I, I, have, I have a story... That my mates keep telling me to tell, but I don't want to have two poop. I want all my set to be poop jokes. It's just weird, but do no, I don't. Oh. I don't. But I have another thing that actually. Well, right, he's the poop guy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, um, I I shot myself on a bus. My friend well, Rachel wrote a song about I that. I think you need to go to the doctor. Wait, when? No, uh, <laughs> when I was like twelve or something. Oh, right. oh, well, which well, is still too old. Which is still old. too old. But like, yeah. I think you need. You have IBS, maybe. I do. Oh, you do. Okay, for that, do. that explains it. To, Lay off the coffee. <laughs> what are you drinking now? Coffee. <laughs> oh, I that smells been the whole day. This podcast uh, is about to get a lot shitter. 
this podcast is sponsored by like uh, some kind of toilet roll. Some kind of laxative or something, yeah. Uh, or we'll do one more question and then we'll leave it. <laughs> or no, actually, we'll, we'll do this and then we'll do this quickly. So do you guys have a favourite TV love story? And this one's from me. And the reason that I came up with this one today is every time I'm in a coffee shop, I just find myself getting sucked into other people's conversations. Because I go to the coffee I shop. I say something else. Derek. I feel myself getting sucked. And then I went into no, 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 no. Like, literally, like, I go to the coffee shop. I go to coffee shops quite a lot by myself. And, like, I, like... <laughs> I like I like find myself trying to do work, but I like end up just listening to the people right beside me. Okay. No, just oh, me, yeah, yeah, yeah. just me. Um, and like in the last month, there's been two really intense breakups happening as close as I'm oh, s- sitting to show. you. I love it so much. Never and it's just up. like they're like going through like these intense like stories, and I put my headphones in, but there's nothing playing because I'm just listening to. Yeah, to there. That's so interesting. You were saying about the cover gigs. Well, I'm terrified of you. <laughs> Why? Why is that? So- Other people, people do that. You were saying about no, they're doing the cover gigs and really loving it. That reminds me of like, it's, if you're into like eavesdropping and like watching these things get on that are weird. Yeah. I have like <laughs> built up this amazing talent for lip reading. And really? Like people, yeah, people will be, some of these are talking about you on stage. Others saying like, or just wee stupid things. But I'll be like, I'll call them out on it over the microphone. I'm like, oh, so you're saying, and they'll get like really scundered. Oh, really? Yeah, because they're probably, because so they're really far away. They're not that far away. It's probably, if I'm on stage here, they're probably like where that uh, table is. And I think sometimes when people are watching a performance, uh, and the music's loud. They don't really. This might sound a bit silly. They don't really see you, like as a person. They're kind of like watching. Yeah. They, they think you're That's really because you're not a person. <laughs> <laughs> but they think you're like. So I got possessed by your father for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> but they think you're like so. They think that you're conscious about the music and everything else is subconscious. But really, you've been playing these songs so much that really it's just going on autopilot and I'm just watching everything that's going on oh, oh yeah and then like so they'll be doing stuff and they're like uh, and people like falling on stages and, and just like you're saying about breakups like having weird conversations or flirting with each other and then like the Sundays will be saying stuff I only really call them out when they say something about me and it's, it's, I love it can you remember any like anything, anything well, so any, have you seen any like breakups or anything really weird that's like distracted you I've just been seeing some really crazy stuff about like people coming in. You can see people like their whole journey from coming into the bar to like leaving. Some people come in, they're going to the toilets, they're clearly like sniffing stuff, they're coming back out, like flirting with girls. And then sometimes I'll see the girls like joining the guys, but I'm like, oh, they don't know that they're like rode off. They're like they've just went in to go to So you're like, and then you can see them leaving. So you can see the whole like, oh, they've just realized that these guys are like off it. And then you're like, this little story's happening, it's great. Have you ever overheard like a critique of like your stand-up, like when you're leaving? Like other people have been like, oh, he was a bit shit or like... Yeah, didn't, like, yeah but it was yeah. mostly just me. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything like that, because it's just weird, like, oh, what he was all right or he whatever was whatever. Um, I remember Nathan Crothers got stuck talking to this guy who kept saying, you should be more like Roy Walker. And he was just <laughs> like... Because he's good, but he's not the right one. I didn't, re- <laughs> I didn't really know what it was, but it's just weird advice. But you know what? You know what's good. They're like they either say, sometimes they'll give you a really. Con- Whenever I first started, they were like, "Well done for giving it a go," or something it's like the hard oh, worst yeah. phrase ever. You know it's not bad. Like, oh, you're doing really. They're like, "Oh, you're doing really well." Yeah. So, <laughs> I had, the last thing I'll say on that is I've, I have had someone when I first get into comedy, like maybe you've experienced this too, sent me like a massive, massive like I'm talking scrolling, scrolling of like what I could include in my comedy. No. And it was really like. <laughs> sexist and racist but 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 unconsciously like it wasn't you could tell it was like you know, it was like oh you know you could, you could it was kind of like laddie yeah like uh oh you could say like you're on a beach and then this person walks past and you say this to them and i was like what yeah that was like that is the rule 101 of what not to say it's like oh it was all punching down and stuff and i was like this is really this is really weird uh, yeah 100 percent. yeah people are like why don't why 
I'm funnier than you. Why don't I? I'll do comedy. Like, oh, you get that all the time. You get that all the time. Yeah. Um, I, think, okay. I actually really like audience. Like, whenever people give you feedback, I like it. But when someone's like, you should say to this person that they're really fat, I'm like, that doesn't really sound. I only no, like. I think I saw, I saw like uh, Bill Hader doing a thing about writing recently, and he said something about like if someone tells you it's wrong, oh, they're so probably no. right. But if they tell you why it's wrong, they're yeah. definitely wrong. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense because they're the like, audience and like you're trying to make them laugh. not landing, take that on board. Oh. But don't have someone... Because they're, they're not a professional comic. Their yeah, yeah. idea being like, what you should do is this. And you're like, no, go mm. away. Unless they're obviously a professional comic, but I, I agree. Because the audience are the people you're trying to make laugh. If they're telling you that they're not laughing, that's that's 100% fact and mm-hmm. true. You can't really dispute that. Yeah. I wasn't laughing, okay? I need to try and get as many people laughing as possible. I'll take on board they weren't laughing. And if they're like, oh no, it would make it funnier if you call this person this i'm like maybe maybe i'll change it myself hundred <laughs> yeah. percent okay so your show want to say one about your show one last time coming up go first. you have a show are oh, you doing the thing in the london thing oh, of course yeah, you can yeah, uh, see me at boomtown festival in winchester doing stand-up musical comedy and being an eccentric director yay mm, awesome I, to be honest i really want to go and see that sounds like an amazing experience. It's good. It really does. I feel like you're going to get really into character, and it's like this double thing, and like you're actually, you really are having a mental breakdown. I mean, but the, you've seen me during this podcast. Nah. I'm not sure how much of my character has worn <laughs> off from playing it all week. But people will love it. People will be like, oh, that's really belligerent. Genuine. <laughs> I just hope the fear power turns up. That's all I want. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you vape. I didn't take you as a vapor. Well, it's only because I tried to quit smoking. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, your show then uh, I'm doing a show at the Edinburgh Fringe it's f- part of the PBH Free Fringe and it's called Irish Rebel Emo from the 21st to the 27th but not the 24th incredible thanks for coming on guys thank you very much for having us thank you no worries you're welcome